Hey everybody, this is the Priority One Podcast. I'm Caleb. I'm Hoyt. And this is like our third try to do this because this is our first ever podcast episode and we're trying to figure out how this works. Um, just to kind of let you know what type of ship we're running, we uh, we decided we were going to do this like six hours ago. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we, we had discussed it last night we, we discussed on my it way last home. Night, um, and uh, well, we, we talked about like doing a podcast for a long time. Yes. Couple of years, but um, never really had the gusto to do it or someone to produce it. So or thanks, Andrew. Yes. Say hey, Andrew. Hey. That was Andrew. That was Andrew. Um. Uh. So we uh. So here we are. We're using Andrew's equipment because we're broke, and Andrew knows how to work all this stuff. <laughs> so, in case you're one of like the three people in the world that's listening to this. Uh, that doesn't know us already. Hoyt, Andrew, and I are in a band called Priority One. We uh, lead worship, and um, yeah, so that's kind of how we uh, got to this point. Uh, me and we, we were talking about it last night, as we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, Priority One is just too good of a name to relegate to just a band. Just a band, yeah. Just a band, and we talked about it in a podcast for a long time. So here we are doing a podcast. Yes, so and for those who don't know, just a little backstory. Uh, me and Caleb met each other at East Central Community College in Decatur, which is where we started leading worship together. Decatur, Mississippi. Decatur, Mississippi. Greater Decatur. Unless Shout you out. think we're from one of the big Decaters in the world. Yeah. Where is it? Like Decatur? That's not really that big, though. Yeah, compared to we're Decatur, rambling. Mis- compared to Decatur, Mississippi, I mean. It's rather large. Yeah. Um, so, you pick up off there. You go to state. Yeah, well, so do you. Well, like, no. <laughs> yeah, but we both go to state. After. Uh, Mississippi State. I go to Mississippi State after... Uh, my sophomore year at East Central. Caleb um, was a year older than me. I am. Well, I'm like four months older than you. Nah. But the school system works that way, so there we go. There we go. Um, oh, our buddy Trevor just pulled up. He's another member of the band. Uh, he plays guitar. We actually all play guitar. Well, we, I play bass, which yeah. is far superior. You don't have to rub it in, bro. <laughs> um, Hoyt's the Hoyt brings the humility to the table. I do. As far as the band do. goes. In case that wasn't blatantly obvious to you, mm-hmm. but um, we we were uh, discussing like what what topics we should discuss on this podcast because topics have to be discussed. They do. So ultimately, one of those. Some may say it is the number one priority in a podcast. <laughs> Andrew, if we can insert some laugh tracks right there, that'd be great. I don't get paid enough for that. Okay. Uh, well, you yeah, don't, well, you don't get paid at all. But okay, we don't have any sponsors um, yet. So, so yeah, uh, if, if you're out there and you want to sponsor a couple of college kids that don't really know how to do a podcast, that'd be great. Um, and Trevor's making a whole lot of noise in the middle of our podcast. Trevor needs to pipe down yeah. over there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we we discussed what should be a regular segment on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So this week, in this segment of Hoyt's Heresy. We have Pastor West. Pastor West. What has Pastor West said this week? He, he, is, he is the lead pastor of um, Faith Empowered Ministry, something like that. Faith Empowered. Faith Empowered Ministry. I want to fact check that one real quick. Well, it's the, the website is feminc.church. Hmm. So, um, Pastor West tweeted this morning, you will touch so much money in February. Is that <clears throat> heresy or is it hermeneutical? 
I mean, I would just like to know the context. See, this is what they do. They'll they'll do some pithy saying like that that has no depth at all, and then it's it's an attempt at manifestation is what it is. And if you get people's eyes focused on that, it leaves the soul open for attack. Yeah. So this man is not a pastor. In other words, no. People, what we have uh, decided to do is I will give a brief synopsis of what I think of it and then just answer with a yes or no. And this week is? No. There we go. There we have it. Um, This is not an uncommon occurrence for Pastor West to tweet out something like this. He does it every month of the year, and I've gotten in the habit of subtweeting, hey guys, remember when he said this last month and it didn't happen? Didn't he block you? Well, he blocked me on my uh, main account, and I created a new account just so I could follow him (laughs) and keep doing so. Um, so yeah, follow me on Twitter. Follow you on Twitter. At WolfHunter715. <laughs> That's a, a reference to um, Matthew 517. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, wolf and sheep's Ooh, clothing. Ooh, that's clever. Wolf and sheep's clothing. And clever. I'm hunting the wolves that are in sheep's clothing. Hey. Yeah. Was that clap too loud, Andrew? We had to do, a, we had to do a silent clap because these microphones are sensitive because Andrew is the best at what he does. We also don't have a mic stand, so they're kind of sitting on the table, so we have to like be careful not to kill you, the listener. What else do we have on the agenda today, Kevin? Yeah, so just to kind of introduce me and Hoyt to all y'all. Um, we're going to do a couple of episodes kind of breaking down, not really like our, our whole story, but kind of like how we got to this point mm-hmm. in, in our walk with Christ and everything. So, uh, Episode one, just to preface, episode one will be... Caleb Collins, episode two will be Hoyt Hendricks, and episode three, are we going to get Jimbo on for that one? Yeah, so like, I meant to mention this earlier, but um, we're going to have a bunch of recurring guests uh, throughout the course of the podcast. We'll be members of the band, um, I mean, we, there might even be like guests hosts, like we might get Lauren and Catherine to just host the That'd be great. podcast. Lauren would be great. Yeah. And Catherine too. They're on. Yeah. Um, Trevor, Trevor, would you like to say hey? Trevor might get to make an appearance at some point. Yes. Hello. Good job. Good job. He's, he's so... The he's man, so meek. The myth, the legend. Such a wonderful lad. Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to have guests on the show frequently. One of those being my family group son, Jimbo, uh, who... He's reformed, but it's okay. We, we still love him. Hey, anyway. man. Hoist reformed, too, in case you didn't know. <laughs> but we, we, we forgive him anyway. I, I use my free will to choose to love him. Mm. God predestines <laughs> your free will, yeah. quote-unquote. Anyway, how do I get to this point in my walk? Um, so I'm a biomedical engineering major. I have been since my freshman year of college. And this entire time, I have been planning on going to medical school. And recently, uh, within the past year, I've really kind of just leaned into uh, going into chiropractic school. When I was in high school, I was uh, running a lot and I was lifting weights, which is a pretty rough combination for everything associated with the back. Um, went to chiropractor for a couple of months, really helped me out, made me feel a lot better, and uh, had that personal connection to it, and I was really excited. Went to go visit a school in upstate South Carolina that I absolutely fell in love Where with. Where was it? The spot. Upstate South Carolina. Spartanburg. Oh, oh Spartanburg. Okay, yeah. Spartanburg. Um, fell in love with the town, beautiful town. Uh, you got to play a couple of disc golf courses that were absolutely gorgeous. One, One of Caleb Collins' many passions. Yes. Um, high-velocity plastic, one of my favorite favorite pastimes um fell in love with the town fell in love with the school 
then got back here, Starkville, and our band, Priority One, uh, was very busy. Um, we uh, uh, Of the 15 days from the Sunday that I got up to Starkville um, to the Sunday that Lauren and I, the piano player for our band, played college worship for the church that we attend, uh, we, we played together 11 of those days um, for multiple hours at a time, every single time. Just practicing because we were uh, playing for priority for our, that's our uh, weekly Baptist Union worship session. And then we were playing for uh, my church's revival in Starkville on Monday night. And then we were playing a whole day now. So lots of practicing had to happen. Um, so we were really busy all the drop of the hat. Yes. Well, four hours of sleep every night. That's not new for you, though. No, it's not. I commute. I've commuted to school the past two years, so it's kind of engraved in me. Yeah, there's a direct correlation between sleep deprivation and Alzheimer's, but we'll talk about that later. We'll get into my CTE later. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a recurring theme. What CTE? Yep. And diabetes. And diabetes. We forgot, we forgot to mention that you're diabetic. I am diabetic. Like How did the, we let it most, go this far? The most diabetic Without... person on the planet. <laughs> I am very diabetic, 100%. Like my pancreas does not function one bit. His, his freshman year, my sophomore year, like he got ambulanced to mm-hmm. Jackson because Thrice. he went into and diabetic. Yeah, went into diabetic ketoacidosis. Never learned his lesson. It's I, mean, a, I did. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, when my friend Colin Mills, shout out Colin Mills, uh, drove me to Philadelphia um, as I was dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in case you don't know what diabetic ketoacidosis is, the, the sugar in his blood literally like turned into acid. And Pretty much. Yeah. I don't think you need me to explain that one too much. No. But one of the... Back to the point. Back to the point. Um, the I'm, main priority. The main priority. Priority one, if you will. Just talk. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, on a Monday night... Um, just about a week after we all got back together, played for the first time, um, we were playing for Calvary Baptist Church's revival. And Dr. Jamie Dew, the president of New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. Shout out Jamie Dew. Shout out Jamie Dew. Also has a great podcast called The Towel in the Basin. You should listen to it if you're into philosophy and all that junk. Um, junk. I call everything junk. You get used to it. It's pretty, it's pretty high compliment. Pretty high two years, you've never said junk like that. Interesting. Sorry, continue. Let me live my best life, bro. You'll live your best life now if you want to. <laughs> so Dr. Dew's up in town, and we get to have a, uh, like a Q&A session with him. Well, I'm, I'm, before the Q&A session, uh, we're chatting over taco soup at a tape at a, one of the tables. Um, and he just starts asking us about our majors and everything. I tell him I'm biomedical engineering. He says, and with that, you would like to, and I respond with chiropractic. Um, he's like, oh, okay. And he kind of looks at me funny. And then... Uh, asks the person to my left, I don't remember who it was, what their what their major was, and they uh, it was J- it was Wubin, it was Jacob Wubin. Yep. Um, That's what I said. I said that uh, he was planning on going to ministry at New Orleans, um, planning to go doctoral, and uh, Doctor Dew said, "Well, if there's any inkling in your mind that you want to like go into academia, then you should absolutely get a PhD." Because you can preach with a PhD, you can pastor a church just fine with one. But if there's any chance you want to do academia, go to PhD. And like that, I, I think that kind of like just stirred up something in my head because 
my entire life, I've kind of like had the idea in the back of my head. Okay, I, I can see myself as a teacher, but like teachers don't make any money. So, um, you're not wrong. I, I'm, yeah, my mom's a teacher. I've never not heard about it. <laughs> so, over the next couple of days, and Dr. Deuce spoke at BSU the next night. Right. Um, I got to see him again, got to talk to him. Uh, it was great. But over the next couple of days, something just like got worked up in me, like spurred up in me. It's like, man. I've had this nagging in the back of my head, like it would pop up every now and then over the course of like the past three years or so. Like, am I am I called into vocational ministry? And like, I just never felt uh, particularly called into it. And then um, Dr. Du gets into town and like, it's starting to get spurred up a little more and a little more and a little more. So... I talked to Perry Pugh, our college pastor, about it, and he was like, well, you just got to, you know. Shout out Perry Pugh. Shout out Perry Pugh. He's, he's goaded. Um, talked to Perry about it, and he's like, I, I could definitely see that, but, like, you need to just pray about it and trust God's timing and everything. The typical churchy pastor answer, which is the correct answer. But it's it started being, like, a more, it started, the, the nagging is getting louder, is what yes. I was getting at. Um, so... It's gotten to the point where over the course of this week, it's like all I can really think about. Um, and then Friday, Friday evening, we're getting ready for the D now, and I'm upstairs in the booth uh, working on slides for that night, making mm-hmm. sure all the words are right. And the associate pastor, Brother John, comes and he starts chatting me up while I'm doing slides, which was more than welcome. I was, uh, it was nice to have a good conversation with him. <clears throat> and... Um, I don't know why I was this candid with him, but he asked me what I was doing in college. I told him biomedical engineering, uh, pre-med, thinking chiropractic. But that's kind of subject to change here recently. Um, and he's, he, you know, I, I kind of read him off my resume. And um, he's like, yeah, I, I understand why you'd be feeling this way. And then he uh, gave me a bunch of great advice about, um, a lot of stuff I heard before, but you know, as far as like memorizing scripture, making sure the word every day, stuff that I, I try to do regularly. But he gave me some advice. Um, like he wakes up at five o'clock every morning, five o'clock every morning, and for the first three hours of the day, he he is in complete silence and solitude. Like it's just him and God for the first three hours of the day. And um, he says that he told me that that was uh, insanely helpful for him as far as like hearing God and. Um, being able to understand what God was trying to tell him uh, at any given point in time. And then uh, the D-Now is absolutely phenomenal. Goes better than I really thought we could have imagined. It really did. It was so cool. It's amazing. Um, we, we, we could do a whole episode on how well that D-Now went, mm-hmm. so we'll probably do that at some point. We'll save that for a later yeah. episode. Um, but uh, Saturday night, after the now's over, uh, we've packed everything up into the vehicles, and I go back inside to do one last sweep to make sure we didn't leave any water bottles or notebooks or anything behind. Hoyt left a notebook. I love the I cap to my did. Apple pencil. It's in my car. That's unfortunate. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> That's just tragic. My W2 from Mississippi City Center. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs tax information? Who needs it? Can you really commit tax fraud before you're 30? It's not a thing. It doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Also, I'm diabetic. I'm exempt. <laughs> diabetic, CTE. Texas. He's like a triple minority right there. Well, 
Anyway, um, so I see Brother John on the way out. I shake his hand, tell him thank you, and he says these words to me. Good luck with your call to ministry. <laughs> so you I'm sure you remember very vividly the Tuesday night that Dr. Dew was uh, speaking at BSU priority. Correct. He uh, we, we had a conversation um, on the way to Slim Chickens. Um, and I asked you the simple question. Well, I prefaced it with sometimes people that know you best know you better than you really know yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bird's eye view can be really helpful. And your response, I asked you the question, do you think that I'm called into ministry? To which you responded. Without hesitation, I said 100%. Yeah. Um, so. If I can intercede for just a minute. Well, I want I want to I want to get to okay. that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let you kind of read me the riot act. Yes. In a minute. Um, read me my. Riot so, acts. those words haunted me for about twenty four hours, like hardcore. I didn't sleep much that Saturday night. Um, going I'm glad I can morning. contribute to that. Yeah, thank you. Hoyts kept me up late many a night. <laughs> That sounds so bad. <laughs> we, in we, this very cabin. In though. this very cabin, watching lots of Impractical Jokers, which is yes. on TV right now, as a matter of yes. fact. Practical yes, Jokers, we were filming this out of my cabin. Uh, out at Lake Louise. Um, which It'll is where, be a video podcast one day. Yeah. <laughs> which is where we'll be recording our first album. Yeah, yeah. Live if album. We, yeah, if we can ever actually get that to happen, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Um, so, early, early plug. Be waiting for that. <laughs> um. But we'll title it "Money Cometh Unto Me." Yes, uh, CC Kenneth Copeland in it as well. Yeah. But we, uh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get much sleep that Saturday night. So after college worship, Sunday night, we go. You, me, and Lauren go talk to Perry in his office. Tell him all about the day now, how awesome it was. And I, I need to talk to him after the fact because I have just been absolutely haunted by this for it's it's been less than a week but it's felt like so much longer than that at this point so we talked for a little while like and I asked him the simple question alright here's my resume the sun, uh, spring semester my senior year of high school I was a student ministry intern uh, at my church and I want you to like, take the perspective of you don't know me I'm just this stranger coming off the street so Student ministry intern. Um, summer after my freshman year of college, summer missionary, camp counselor in Alaska. Uh, sophomore year of college, BSU worship leader, Baptist City Union president at East Central. Um, I'm on my way to do summer missions again in Arlington, Texas for the entire summer until COVID happens. And then uh, God opened a door for me to serve at a camp in South Louisiana where I would serve two summers. Uh, this past summer as well. So now at State, I'm a family group leader. I'm leading worship uh, both at my church and at the BSU. I'm, I'm the band leader for our band, Priority One. Woo, 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 woo. Best worship leader in the world. I don't know if I'd say that. Well, I would. Okay, I did, well, thank so. you. I'm flattered. Um, not talent-wise, though. I'm just being candid, man. <laughs> just being candid. We're raw, dude. We are We are raw. raw. We're raw here at the Priority One Podcast. Yes. Um, so I, I kind of read off my resume. Like I've, I've led 
a bunch of denials. I've led about 12 people to Christ, if I did my math right. So I asked him, like, okay, this person that you don't know, like, I've never turned down an opportunity to teach anything. Um, never turned down a chance to lead any kind of Bible study ever. Just because I, I love teaching, I love leading worship, to quote John's first epistle. The reason he wrote the first epistle uh, is so that his joy may be complete. Right. I do it so that my joy may be complete. So I asked Perry if you think that this person is called into ministry. And he says, if I, if I didn't know you, then I would say yes. But the dilemma for me is I, I'm, I'm on pace to graduate magna cum laude in biomedical engineering. Right. Um, I, I can say humbly that I don't think that I would have a problem getting into the schools that I would apply to. And I'm not talking about like Harvard Med or Vanderbilt. I'm talking about like Sherman College in Spartanburg, South Carolina mm-hmm. or Logan University in St. Louis or UMMC. You know, these the bigger not, schools. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the bigger, high, the more recognized schools of the world. Right. Um, but like this is obviously like a gift that God has given me. Like this is stuff that I enjoy. This is stuff that I'm passionate about. Um, whether it's God wanting to use me in the medical field or as an engineer on mission or whatever, like these are gifts that God has given me. Like why would He give these gifts to me if He didn't want me to use them for His glory? Um, medically speaking, that is. Right. So I, I went back to my house that night, and um, me and God. Uh, we wrestled. We wrestled for a few hours. There's a fan on. That's what that is. Yeah. Oh, well. We, we apologize we, for all the extra noise. We're raw here at the Priority One Podcast. <laughs> raw. Um, we should, should we just have a raw segment every week? Yeah. And we'd yeah. Have, we should have like a Monday Night Raw wrestler uh, theme song to play. I'll let you figure that out. Okay. Um I was thinking sweet gym music. Speaking of, wrestling, speaking of wrestling. Speaking of wrestling. Uh, me, me and God wrestled for a few hours. Um, and I would like to think that uh, I've, I've learned from... I, I heard it put this way a long time ago, that you can learn from the wisdom of others or you can learn wisdom yourself. I, I try to learn wisdom from others as much as possible. I knew that I was not going to win that wrestling match. Um, so I got out of bed. And at about 12.15, I started writing an email to none other than Dr. Jamie Dew, explaining that I no longer had any intention of going to chiropractic school. Um, he was in large part to blame for that, uh, because I, I don't know that I would have um, necessarily been spurred up in that way if he hadn't, uh, if he hadn't you know, taken the time to talk to me and everything while he was up here. So... I titled the uh, I, t- I titled the um, email "Taking Up My Towel and Basin," because if you listen to any of his promotional stuff for uh, not only New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary but Southeastern as well, uh, when he was working there, he would talk about you know training students to get ready to take up their towel and basin to serve others. So um, I sent him a very long email. Uh, kind of just explain how I got to this point that I don't I don't know I don't know what capacity God has called me to serve in all I know is that um, God does not want me to go to chiropractic school God very much wants me to be in New Orleans after I graduate and uh, 
you know, enroll in seminary. I know that you have some very strong thoughts on this topic, so I'll, I'll turn you loose now. Um, regarding what? Like uh, you said, um, there, there was some stuff you wanted to talk about earlier when we were. Uh, we got to oh, the point about when you when we were on our way to Slims. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Caleb. Ever since I've met Caleb, um, and I figured out, you know, what he was passionate about, and regard and you know loves Jesus, loves to lead worship, has he humbly says he doesn't think this, but has a great knowledge of the Bible. Um, and all these other great attributes that you want out of someone in a pastoral role or just in ministry, period. Uh, and then he tells me his plans for life. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing, honestly? Like, you need to be in a church serving somewhere. I mean, one of the first conversations me and you had, I remember you were talking about uh, being in Alaska during the summer. And I could just tell the passion and the zeal you had for teaching those kids as hard as it was, some of the stories, which were very comical, um, that you still had a heart for those kids and not just for the kids, but just for people in general. And that's what I saw and uh, was just really befuddled wondering why you were doing engineering. Not necessarily why you were doing engineering, but that you didn't have plans to go into ministry. So. Well, and we, we talked about this a lot. Um, I, I had always planned to be involved with, deeply involved with ministry wherever I was, mm-hmm. um, whether that was leading worship for my church or, uh, you know, leading a Bible study for the youth or teaching Sunday school or whatever. Like, I, I've always known that I was going to be actively involved with ministry wherever I was. Um, and I, I think I can say that honestly just because like I, I've done it when it's hard being a, a pre-med engineering student um, like free time is not exactly a luxury that I have I'm skipping doing homework right now to record this podcast <laughs> uh, mom I'm sorry I'm a communication major so um, this is his homework this is my homework <laughs> <laughs> next time he has to record a podcast he's just gonna turn this in turn it in I'll get a participation grade and I'll graduate yeah there you go with a 4.0 um <laughs> Which I do not have. <laughs> um, but I, I've always, like I mentioned earlier, like my joy is not complete without doing these things, and I don't think that would change, regardless of my uh, wherever I was in life at a certain point in time. So, like what we, even as a student at Essential, like I, I uh, led worship there. I was actively involved with our guys' Bible study. I actually did not lead that Bible study. That was Cameron Clark, but I had to lead it a couple of times. Never came, couldn't be there. But I actually had to speak at uh, eight thirty one a couple of times. You did, yeah. Because, yep. uh, when another brother Scott was away, I was the president, so it was either my job to find someone to fill that spot, or I could do it myself. So, and I was essentially so my just to intercede here for a second. Uh, my sophomore year. Thank you, Trevor. Trevor's our uh, water guy, by the way. Um, but he's handing me a Diet Coke this time. Whatever, Andrew. Andrew's upset because Trevor put the bottle of Coke on the table. Well, he handed it to me. I put it on there. I'm not going to blame wow. Trevor. Okay, wow. but uh, so COVID hits in between mine and Caleb's uh, sophomore years at uh, EC. And I ended up commuting because my mother did not want me staying in a dorm uh, on EC because I am diabetic. And... 
she felt more comfortable with me being at home. So uh, I was then appointed president of the BSU um, and to lead worship. So filling your shoes, basically. Uh, but with COVID, everything was literally shut down. So all we did was small groups that year. Um, and then in April, we picked up the weekly um, worship services just to kind of end the year off good because mm -hmm. cases had kind of gone down by that point and everything. But uh, what was my point? Uh, you, you were you said just something about like Andrew messed this up when he started talking about yeah. the coke. It's all Andrew's fault. Andrew. Andrew's a great scapegoat, by the way. So yeah. those of you listening at home, when in doubt, just just blame it on Andrew. Blame He's Andrew. For that. If you have an Andrew in your life, go hit them. Do it now. Go out, go leave wherever you are. If go out bed. of your way. If they're if a state over, if it's too late, get in your car. Yeah. Maul them. Open Snap Maps. Just find an Andrew. Find an Andrew. Find an Andrew. Quick it's ad. Fault. Find an Andrew. Go hit him. I mean, who did you just unplug? He's signaling that he's going to unplug us. <laughs> hey, hey, you're out of here next week. Jamie from the Joe Rogan podcast is going to be in here. Okay. Um. The yeah, uh, so uh, you were talking about like you kind of yeah, so, uh, took over my spot. Literally, like same thing. Other than summer missions, uh, I got a chance to speak at the BSU for eight thirty one one night when Brother Scott was out. That was nice. Uh, got to share the word, and this is kind of Caleb's time talking about his call to ministry. We'll share mine next episode, but uh, we have in that sense we have very similar stories. Yeah, but it's crazy how like we came about from two very different directions. Yes. Um. I've kind of always just been it very, very like running parallel to the ministry line, and then I just kind of crossed over into it. Like you, you zigzagged very close to it, and then a little further away, and kind of back mm -hmm. off. Then very close to it, and then like you're just hovering right next to it right now, kind of like where I'm at. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of how I, I got to this point. Um, I'm still kind of adjusting to it. It's still kind of muscle memory for me to say that I'm going to chiropractic school after I graduate from Mississippi State. But um, still kind of in the process of like getting used to saying, no, I'm going, going to seminary after I graduate. And I'm still in the process of um, telling people that. And I don't think I even told Trevor that. I think this is news to Trevor as he was walking in. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. this all happened so fast. Um, like a week ago, Monday, was when all this started. And then um, Monday night I surrendered to the call. And what was so cool, just kind of like confirming that, you know, God wants me in New Orleans. Uh, the Baptist Student Union, the BSU, at Mississippi State is doing a mission trip to New Orleans every spring break. Um, and then Calvary, the church that we go to, is doing a uh, mission trip to, to New Orleans after the spring semester ends. And then on top of all that, um, Dr. Jamie Dude sent me back a very, uh, very wonderful email telling me he was proud of me and he really appreciated it and that he was there for me if I ever needed anything. So that, that was really, 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 really cool. Um, he was awesome. He's, he's I got a chance to talk to him too that night. Uh, well, both nights really, but um, we were kind of in a rush on Monday night doing worship and everything. But uh, yeah, he was a fantastic guy. Yeah, if you ever like want to feel really dumb, but... Uh, understand like but learn some stuff mm -hmm. go listen to his podcast towel in the basin um the towel in the basin and then listen like any of his stuff on youtube there's just like recording of his chapel sermons and stuff it's really great 
But um, yeah, uh, I think we'll wrap it up here. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of like, we'll do story time. Like I'll probably do a story time on Alaska at some point. You'll do a story time about being locked in the cabin for uh, a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can split that into two episodes. Yeah. If we wanted to. Um, we're, dang, we really could. But yeah, we'll, we'll uh, have guests on. We might, might, we might as well just like go ahead and have Trevor hop in for the next one. Yeah. Get Trevor yeah. on here. We'll do a current events. Gosh, we, we were a week late for Mike Todd. Two weeks. We were, weren't we? Yeah. We can do current, current events about mega churches that we... Um, we can call that a current event. Go ahead and give yeah. the spiel. Current, current event of the week. We've got, we've got what's here of the week. Current, current event, event of the week. week. Okay, yeah. so if you don't know, um, Mike Todd a couple weeks ago, pastor of Transformation Church in Texas, um, brings... What unquote pastor? Yeah, pastor. He, he That's a loose term with him. Uh, brings a man, uh, one of his congregation on the stage and um, if you don't know anything about Mike Todd he is what we call a prosperity gospel preacher um, and he uses the um, miracle Jesus did of healing the blind when he spits, spits him, on the ground makes, makes the mud, mud rubs it on the guy's eyes uh, so he brings him up and turns that passage into God giving you dreams um, and opening your eyes to see your potential uh, by spitting in his own hand and smearing it on the guy's eye. And what's funny to me about all that is people weren't upset that he did that and it was just completely blasphemous. They were upset because of COVID. Like They were like, oh, you gave him COVID. Hate that guy now. Whatever you know, I don't know what people were saying, but yeah. uh, he he made an apology video, um, talking about how it was insensitive to do that amidst the pandemic. Did not apologize for the fact that it was blasphemous and directly went against. It's straight up gross too. Yeah, don't put uh, okay. And when like, I say Jesus made the points so that you didn't have to <laughs> exactly. The dude literally goes like this. Like you can go watch the video. Hey, into his like three times, thrice, into his <laughs> hand, rubs it around with the other one, and smears it on the guy's face like he's Tim T by putting an eye black on. Like, <laughs> I just I, I don't get it. It baffled me. And uh, so yeah, he makes the apology video, um, much like Todd White did. Um, we can get into that. Yeah, there, 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 I'll go on. A, there I'll are go lots of topics hole. that are presenting themselves for this podcast as we're going on. Um, how long have we been going, Andrew? Thirty-six minutes. I think that's a, that's a good. That's a solid. That's a that's solid, solid podcast. Thing. We might go longer, adding segments. Yeah, at some but point. Once we know what we're doing, time. then we can mm-hmm. <laughs> then we can adjust as necessary. Yes. So well, uh, thanks for listening to the first episode of the Priority One Podcast. I'm Caleb. I'm Hoyt. We'll catch you next time. Dude, we nailed that. That was pretty cool.